Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, leaving an imprint. And when I say leaving an imprint, I'm I'm speaking in regard to leaving an imprint in other people's lives. Because I've been receiving calls from clients who are hurting in these relationships that they go through. And and it just makes me it it breaks my heart honestly because I don't like to feel people's pain because that's one of the things that's uh one of my gifts is I can just I feel others pain. Um and it just and it it really just completely tears me up inside sometimes. But when I think of leaving an imprint on others' lives, I think about the visual imprint of the sun, for instance. When you look up at the sun and then you you turn away, you keep seeing the sun. Every time you open and close your eyes, you just keep seeing that visual imprint that the sun left. But it's the same thing when we're leaving these relationships. That's what happens. You leave that imprint because just as when we glance up at the sun, that's what a memory becomes. You, When these people that leave you, that leave your life for whatever reason, and they think about that memory of you, they have that imprint. Because I've had clients who are telling me that they're irreplaceable. And that's just not the case because no one's irreplaceable. It's about knowing your place, whether you're in the workplace or a relationship, because it's, they, I hear so many people say, oh, they won't find someone like me. But my question to them always is, is who are you reassuring them or yourself? Because if you know you and you know your value, you know that they won't find anyone like you. Of course they won't because you are the only you. It's about being okay with knowing that and not trying to prove that. You shouldn't have to prove who you are to someone. And if you feel that you are to the point in your life where you have to prove who you are or prove to someone as to why they'll miss you, You have to take some time out and really ask yourself, why? Why do I need to prove this? Why do I need to prove what I'm worth? It doesn't doesn't make sense. And I'm sure that we all are guilty of doing that. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you don't even realize when you're doing it because when you get to that point it's it means you have bled so much of yourself into someone else or into a company to the point where you don't even realize it so now you feel like i have to make it a point to prove to you how great i am because you lost yourself you lost yourself inside this other person or inside this company because you were trying to pour from an empty um you were pouring from an empty cup for too long you may have slipped into people pleasing without even realizing that you slipped into people pleasing and you were just pouring from an empty cup 
you can't heal where you were broken. And I believe it's like a lot of us may try to do that without realizing. And that's why we get in a state of mind where we feel like we have to prove to others who we are, what they're going to miss, and what they couldn't see before. But it's you that's not seeing it. It's you that's not realizing your own worth, realizing your own value, realizing what it is that you bring to the table because you are not watering yourself. All these seeds that you're sowing, you're not sowing into yourself. You have to sow into yourself before you can start sowing into others. And that's with your kids, with your job, with whatever. Just like when you're on an airplane and the flight attendant is is doing their their little thing and they're telling you what to do and they're telling you when the mask come down you have to secure your oxygen mask first before you get ready to help others otherwise you're no you're you're not going to be any good right you won't be able to help anyone if you're not alive and it's the same thing you know down here when you're not in the air but when you're down here and just in life living your life it's the same exact way you have to take care of yourself before you can start trying to take care of others before you can sow into others and that's what happens that's how you end up pouring from an empty cup because you have no one else that's watering your grass. You have no one else that's watering and and shining that light on you and you yourself aren't even doing it. But here it is, you expect others to see who you are, but you don't even see who you are. And that's where it comes into leaving this this imprint, right? You know who you are, but at the same time you don't know who you are. And others may see that potential in you, you know, or others may have possibly manipulated you, or you may have set yourself up for failure by doing too much, by bleeding too much of yourself into others to the point where others take advantage of you because they start to expect it from you because then they have this knowing of, oh, well, they're going to be there all the time anyways. And that's why you feel the need to have to prove what they're going to miss and prove who you really are to these people or to these companies because you weren't giving you weren't giving anything to yourself. And so that's why I asked that question is who are you reassuring? Are you reassuring them or are you reassuring yourself? Because I think that's what it is is sometimes we we get to the point where we get mad at ourselves for doing these things and we look outward. You know, it's that outward blame because the hardest part is looking in the mirror. You know what I mean? It's not easy to just give yourself constructive criticism. It's easier to look at the outward blame. Let's try to locate the blame as to why this is. But once you understand who you are, you you know your place in someone's life and you don't sit and think, oh, I'm irreplaceable. Because when you think that way, you're you're thinking too much with your ego and you're setting yourself up for discouragement because 
you will definitely be replaced. That's just, you know, I'm just being realistic. Just like that song, um, Irreplaceable. You know, what is it, what is it, how's it go? Um, I can have another you in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute. It, that's, that's real life. That's why it's best to know your place and know that you can be replaced. But I believe what people are really saying when they feel that they're ir- irreplaceable is they're feeling or they're getting the two mixed up with realizing that you're going to leave an impact or you're going to leave an imprint in others' lives because of what you did, because of the magnitude of what you brought. But then you have to sit back and ask yourself, are they going to really be missing you? Are they going to miss the benefits of you? Are they going to miss what you gave? You have to give to people who are giving back to you because there's not going to be much to miss about you when you don't even know you. So you have to find that, that time to ask yourself when you leave this imprint on someone's life and they may be able to realize how great of a person you were. Yes. But what type of imprint are you leaving? Are you leaving an imprint for them to just be like, dang, show do miss them. Man, I have to do none of this when they were here or I didn't have to deal with this when they were here. Or are you leaving an imprint of, I really miss them because they helped me with this because they were able to take me out my comfort zone when they were around me. That's the type of imprint that you want to leave. You don't want to leave an imprint of people remembering what they can do, what you can do for them. You want people to remember how you made them feel, but how you made them feel in a good way, not how you made them feel just because they were taking advantage of you. So are you irreplaceable? Yes. But can you leave a particular imprint on someone's lives? Yes. But you have to make sure that you are in the right state of mind of understanding what type of imprint you're leaving. And are you trying to leave an imprint or is this just literally your character, your character that's leaving behind an imprint? Because if you're leaving, if you're trying to leave behind an imprint to make people remember you, now you're in the state of mind of manipulation. Now you're just trying to be backed by popular demand. You want people to just want you. But you have to understand that's just popularity. So of course you're going to set yourself for, for set yourself up for failure. Of course you're going to set yourself set yourself up for discouragement because you're doing what's popular. So when it's a season. It's you're going through a dry season of what's not popular. That's what you sit there and you're trying to force yourself or force others to see who you are. And it just doesn't work that way. That's why we have to be in alignment. We have to put ourselves in alignment properly. And we have to take that time to heal properly. That way we're not wasting our time on meaningless things 
whether it be meaningless relationships, meaningless conversations, it doesn't matter. You have to sit and think to yourself, take that time out and figure out, am I watering my own seed? Here it is. I want everybody else to see me, but do I see me? Maybe you don't. Maybe you have to take some time out to focus on you. What do you really like to do yourself? Ask yourself, self, what do I want to do today? What makes me happy? And sometimes you have to ask yourself, are you happy? Just as, like I said before, as you can purchase fear, especially now around Halloween time, you have all these all these haunted houses are opening up and, and, and people are paying to, to be scared. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go here so they can scare me. Happiness is not like that. Happiness isn't up on a shelf somewhere. The only way that you can truly find happiness is within you. You can't go out looking for it. You can't find it. It's not up under a rock somewhere. It's only within you. And the only way to find that happiness is, again, that alignment. You have to create that balance, but you also have to sow into yourself. You have to water your own grass. You have to shine that light on yourself and stop dimming your light for to appease others. If you are no longer a good fit, in a company or no longer a good fit in a relationship. We have to know when to let go. We're all human. So of course we have stayed with someone or with the company much longer than we should have simply because of fear, right? The fear of letting go without knowing the outcome. That's the number one thing with fear is what's the outcome going to be? I don't know. You got to take that leap of faith. That's why he says, lead by faith, not by sight. Lean not on our own understanding. Because it's going to be hard to understand it, but it's best to just do it first and understand why later. Because if we sit and constantly look for an answer, look for an answer, look for an answer, we're never going to move. We're going to continue to stay stagnant. And once we stay stagnant, stagnant too long, you get to the point where you're, you're, you're fed up and then it's easy because it's your soul telling you to just let go already. As hard as it may be, when we're all on the inside looking out, you have to pause for a minute and allow yourself time to think. And it hurts. Trust me, I definitely know because I've been there. I know how hard it feels when you've been loyal and you just feel tossed to the side. These people or this person, they just, they don't even care. But that's because you built this loyalty. And when you built this loyalty into someone or into a company that doesn't show proper reciprocity, that's what you get stuck in because now you created a false reality off of hope without allowing others to sow into you without waiting for others to show that their own fruit. 
You know, just like as God says, be fruitful and multiply. You have to be fruitful in everything that you do. What is, are are you gaining fruit back from these people or from this person? And if you're not, why does your loyalty lie there? You can't have loyalty lie where there's no loyalty in return. And that's why it hurts so badly, because now you have to peel away. You have to disengage from this belief that you put in your mind that this is eventually going to come to pass. And I know it, this day is going to come. That's why you keep trying harder and harder and harder. And, and you have that hopes of this false reality that you created is going to come to pass. So when that false reality that you created doesn't come to pass, that's why you feel the way you feel. And it's a horrible feeling and it hurts deeply is because your loyalty was involved. You put your loyalty and your belief into this person or into this company that had no loyalty for you. And it hurts. I know how badly it hurts but I promise you it's going to be okay because you can heal from it. It will get better and it does get better. There just has to be balance and that alignment from both and all parties in order to flow. When there is resistance, it's probably not meant to be, or maybe you're trying to rush something that God wants you to take your time with. It's about having unconditional love, you know, which is that agape love, that godly love, the love that never quits. So many people say that, oh, I have unconditional love, but they really don't because once there is no reciprocity or once you're not being stimulated, the way that you see fit, you get bored and you're ready to just be like, mm, I quit or I'm leaving you now or you're no fun anymore. That's not unconditional love. That's conditional love. And a lot of us are, again, are very guilty of conditional love. But once you get in a certain state of mind, in a certain alignment, you achieve unconditional love and you understand the true meaning of unconditional love. And then that's when you get to the point where you leave that imprint that you're wanting to leave. It's not about popularity. It's about that character that you have. So when someone's not pouring into you and you just leave, you know, it's like, you're still leaving with love is just now, Hey, I have to love you from a distance because I know that you're not pouring into me the way that I'm pouring into you, but I still have love for you. And once you do that, it's like you, you go silent. And when they say silence is deadly, it really is because when you go silent, that hurts the person far worse than what you are trying to do. If anything that you're trying to do, when you try to prove yourself, that pushes that person further away. That makes them not care because they know what you're doing. But when you're silent and you show zero emotion, that leaves room for people to just 
wonder and and guess what's going on with you. And I'm not saying to use that in a manipulative way. Don't do that. I'm just saying that that's, that's literally the psychology behind it. That's what it does. But that's also what's best because then you're leaving with your dignity. You also want, you always want to make sure that you have your dignity intact. Don't allow anyone to take your dignity. Just, it, it's not a good look. And oftentimes we need, we all need help with that at points of our life and in points in our lives. But like I said, looking in the mirror is one of the hardest things to do, but we all have to do it. It just takes, takes a little bit of time to take just five to 10 minutes or 15 minutes or even 30 minutes out of a day and just sit with yourself, go out in nature or just sit in pure silence. Put on a do not disturb. Don't don't have any type of outside noise. Don't try your hardest not to focus on distractions because when we focus too much on the distraction, we move further and further away from our purpose. We move further and further away from ourselves because we're too focused on what other people are doing or how things are going to turn out and this and that. Sometimes you just got to invite it. You got to invite in spontaneity. Sometimes that's literally going to be the only and the, and the best answer. Because I mean, when you try to plan things out nine times out of 10, sometimes they'll work, but nine times out of 10, something's going to go wrong. You know, something's going to happen. Something's going to come up and it's not going to be in order the way that you wanted it to be anyways. So sometimes it's a lot easier to just invite in that spontaneity. But just, again, know yourself. Self-love is where, is where it's at. That's, where, that's what it's all about. And I'm actually going to be doing a word that's going to be, um, or an episode that's going to be called Becoming You. So that's probably going to be my next word. It's, if it's not the next episode, it'll definitely be the one after this. But definitely stay tuned because um, I'm thinking of something. I have something cooking now. So now it's like, yep, I'm definitely about to do a word on that. And I'm going to kind of share with you guys a little bit about my story. So definitely stay tuned for that. But again, I'm Robin Black. And this is It's All About Healing Podcast. Stay blessed.